Hi, I'm Zai Colon from Footloose, and I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. It is time once again for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. This is the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as movies, remakes, and sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. And I'm Brian Zemrak, your host, and this is episode 181 of On Screen and Beyond. This week, it's time for everybody to cut loose, because Footloose is coming out, and we've got one of the stars right here on On Screen and Beyond, Zaya Cologne, is going to be with us, and she's going to be talking about the film. And, of course, the movie comes out on October 14th, Footloose. You want to check that one out. Remake of the 1984 film, and we'll see how that one works out. And uh, let's see, that's going to be coming up in just a few minutes, so I hope you'll stick around for that. We get a lot of information about what's coming your way on this episode of On Screen and Beyond about releases in October. It's our monthly look at what's coming your way as far as releases in theaters and on DVD. It's all going to start right now, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. All right, it's time to get right into what's coming your way as far as releases in October for movies. We're going to start out with remakes. Remakes, of course, Footloose, as I said earlier, is going to be making its way into theaters on October 14th. And Zaya Colin, one of the stars of the film, is going to be talking about it in just a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And you, know, you can also look for The Thing. It's back, that's right, and this time it's actually a prequel to the 1982 John Carpenter release, which was a remake of itself of the 1950s film, so that's going to be coming out on um, October 14th also, and the Three Musketeers ride into town once again on October 21st. That's it for remakes coming your way in October, and next, what's coming as far as upcoming movies, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming movies coming your way in October that are not um, remakes or sequels. Well, it looks like Real Steel stars uh, Hugh Jackman as a has-been boxer who is teaching a robot to be a boxing contender, and that comes your way on October 7th. Look for George Clooney to star in the Ides of March on October 7th. It's about a staffer of a presidential candidate who learns about uh, dirty politics. And Nicolas Cage and Nicole Kidman star in Trespass on October 14th in a film filled with deception and deceit. And look for John Goodman. He's back and he stars in Red State with uh, that's coming away from Kevin Smith and it's going to be coming out on October 19th. That is it for non-remake and non-sequel movies coming your way in October. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we take a peek at uh, sequels coming out in October right here on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Sequel City, well, October does have a couple of sequels coming your way. Of course, there seems to always be some coming your way. And The Human Centipede 2 creeps into theaters on October 7th. And you can also look for Paranormal Activity 3 as it continues the horror on October 21st. That's kind of... Kind of not a surprise, really, that in October we have two horror-type uh, movies coming your way, being uh, the Halloween season and everything. And anyways, that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's going to come your way as far as TV on DVD? We're telling you next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. TV on DVD coming your way in October. Well, you can look for on October 4th, ah, Real Monsters, Season 1, as it comes to DVD, along with, according to Jim, Season 5, The Bionic Woman, Season 3, Boy Meets World, Season 7, Friday Night Lights, The Complete Series, and The Jackie Gleason Show, The Complete Series Restored. And on October 11th, look for Bones, Season 6, Chuck, Season 4, the Girl from Uncle, The Complete Series Part 1, and Gunsmoke Season 5, Volume 1. And October 18th, look for Cat Dog Season 1, Part 1, Greek Chapter 6, Season 4, and V Season 2. And October 25th, look for Barney Miller, com- The Complete Series. And of course, we had our interview a couple of weeks ago with Hal Linden, so you might want to check that out at onscreenandbeyond.com. Also, look for Dennis the Menace, Season 3. It takes a thief, uh, with The Complete Series, with, of course, Robert Wagner. And we've interviewed him before. You can check that out at onscreenandbeyond reruns. Snaps, Season 2 along with Tales of Wells Fargo Season 1 and Season 2, The Virginian Season 5, and Wagon Train Season 4. That's it for TV on DVD in October. Next, Movies on DVD. (laughs) Movies coming your way on DVD in October. October 4th, you can look for Fast Fives as it zooms into DVD and Blu-ray. And you can check out Zookeeper, Horrible Bosses, and Beautiful Boy on October 11th. And on October 18th, Steven Spielberg, J.J. Abrams, Super 8 lands on DVD. And October 25th, Captain America, The First Avenger, and The Green Lantern make their way into your local store. That's it for movies on DVD coming your way in October. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we are talking with Zaya Cologne. She is one of the stars of the new Footloose that's coming out on October 14th in theaters. Zaya's got a lot to tell us about it. It's coming up next right here on On Screen and Beyond. My guest today on On Screen and Beyond is one of the stars of the upcoming film Footloose, which hits theaters on October 14th. She plays the role of Rusty Rodriguez. It's Zaya Colon. Zaya, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. Thank you very much. You have a great voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have you on the show. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you. And you must be so psyched about doing this film because this is a big film. It is, yes, and I am. (laughs) It's a big film, and I'm so proud of what we've created, and there's so much fun and so much love that went into it that I think that that comes through the screen. Now, with a movie like this, it's a remake, and a Mm -hmm. lot of people have 
the image of what the old one was, and mm-hmm. which was what, 1984, but it's probably yes. before you were even born, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. So is it tough doing a movie like that where people, some people, have a preset image of what the film should be and then, you know, actually going out and making it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's only natural that people would have, uh, you know, it, it was such an iconic 80s movie. So some people are skeptical and some people are just uh, totally supportive. Um, and then there's a whole new generation, generation that does, doesn't know Footloose. Yeah. And so um, everyone's going to get to know it now. Um, but there is that we celebrate the original Footloose. Um we don't. We're not trying to replace it. We're definitely celebrating it, and we pay homage to it. But we have our own. Our movie has its own personality as well. You know, it has the same essence, and there's so um, so many similarities. But we do have our own identity. <laughs> now, what about you yourself? You're playing Rusty Rodriguez, who, of course, yes. was originally done by Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you feel, you know? That you had to, you know, live up to something when you took the role, or you know, I was the last one to be cast. Um, I was. It was literally. Uh, I was cast, or they called me on a Saturday to tell me that I got the job, and by Wednesday I was already in rehearsal. We were doing um, table reads. We were like full on movie mode. Wow. So at the time, I didn't really have a chance to get in my head about how big this really was, you know, because there was that initial, ah, you know, I freaked out because this is so amazing. Um, But then I was in work mode, and I didn't think about it until after we filmed and people started asking me about, you know, what they, what I thought Sarah Jessica Parker would think about me. And I was like, what? I didn't even imagine that she would, (laughs) you know. Um, so it's funny, I, uh, thankfully, I didn't get in my head just yet um, during the filming. So I was able to, um, like I said, Craig kept the essence of the original Footloose, and all of the characters also kept their essence, and we were able to add our natural tendencies to the characters, um, and we see certain characters a little bit more developed this time around because, because we get to see more of them, um, not that they weren't developed in the original, they just, we didn't see as much of them in their relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was able to expand Rusty, despite the fact that she's still the same old funky, cute girl who doesn't know that, you know, she's, she's confident, not in her physical, but definitely in, and what her limits are and what she wants, even if it's for right now for a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> had you ever seen the original before you got the part? I had, yes, about a billion times. Uh, okay. <laughs> I loved the movie, and um, I have an older sister who exposed me to all things 80s. And um, so I was definitely fortunate enough to know the story, know the characters, um, before I even auditioned. Yeah. So how did it come about? Did you hear that there was a tryout for it? Was a cattle call? And how did you eventually get the part? Can you run us through that? Sure. Um, it was not an open call or a cattle call. It was um, through my agency. I am born and raised in Atlanta. Um, and they 
were looking for their Rusty in L.A. and New York, and like most um, large productions do, and Craig really wanted an authentic Southern girl, and so um, they let him look in Atlanta, and my agent sent me out, um, and I'm, I'm considered to be ethnically ambiguous, so um, they were... I just kind of went in there, and Craig knew off the bat that I was Hispanic. <laughs> and he originally wrote Rusty as a Latina from the South. Um, and a lot of people kind of didn't believe that that existed, but I do. <laughs> and um, so with that said, he and the casting director were my biggest cheerleaders. Um, I had four auditions all together. Um, and like, like I said, she was the very last piece of the puzzle, um, before they started shooting. Um, so it kind of all worked out. I just, I had, I went in there with, with four different auditions. I never got a chance to, um, do any chemistry reads. So when I went on my first day of, of rehearsal was the first day that I met the rest of the cast uh-huh. and we just hit it off. Oh well, um, we all became friends immediately, and it was just so much fun that that lasted, you know, through the whole shoot. And we're all still really great friends. That's great. Now, now, when you try out for a, a certain part, are you trying mm-hmm. out for that certain role, or are you just doing a general read and trying to get any part? Is how does that work? Um, well, sometimes, sometimes you'll read for one character, and they'll ask you to read for. Uh, another character when they call you back. But fortunately for me, I went in reading for Rusty. Ah, okay. um, so my audition was initially for Rusty, and um, that's what I booked. So you were the, the last one to be done, and they were already in production yes. mode almost? <laughs> almost. Wow. That that must have been. <laughs> yep. I, he called me, Craig Brewer called me personally um, on a Saturday morning, and uh, he was like, I have two questions for you. I was like, yes, anything. And he was like, first, how do you pronounce your name? And second, would you like to play Rusty? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty beside myself. And so, and so, and, so what did you do? I mean, were you <laughs> screaming? Or <laughs> you know, I actually, I, I kept my composure on the phone. Because oh, yeah. I wanted you to be, be cool. you know, as, <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I'm totally cool. Oh, yeah, Rusty, cool, yeah. <laughs> and the second I hung up, I flipped. Out. I was screaming and jumping. It was just so exciting. I'm sure. Gee, <laughs> that's a, that's a big thing. That's for sure. Yes. So, yeah. and then by that that was a Saturday. By Wednesday, I was already in rehearsal. Whew, boy, didn't <laughs> much time. That's for sure. So, with the original, they had a, an amazing soundtrack, of course. Uh, yeah. How does the music in this version of the film work out? Is it a lot of the same music, or some of the same music, or you know, what did they do with that? Um, we have, I'd say, a lot of the same music. The soundtrack is amazing. Um, even if you haven't seen the original Footloose, you know the music. Oh, yeah. Um, and he, and Craig, I think, accomplished that with this film as well. He um, incorporates the, the original Footloose by Kenny Loggins, but then he has the Blake Shelton remake. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, has Let's Hear It for the Boy. He has... Um, um, uh, oh, the hero song. Uh, I need a he- we need a hero. Yeah, yeah. He has that in there as well, and then he has new stuff like 
David Banner, Three Six Mafia. I mean, Craig is amazing, and he he loves to uh, that that gritty, sexy feel. You know, he brings it mm-hmm, with yeah. the music, with the film, with the characters. I mean, he did an amazing job. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, the list of the artists on the soundtrack, mm-hmm. and it's it's like it's. It's not just one type of artist. It's right. it, it's you know everything from country to Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> yes, yeah, you know, and I think that that's another great thing that he that um, was it. He did on purpose. You know, he wanted people to see the South, and the South isn't just one thing anymore. Um, people do listen to Smashing Pumpkins and and hardcore rap or you know country music. It's just it's very eclectic in the South now, and I think that he does a great job yeah. showing that. Yeah. And now, is the what's the time period of the uh, the film this time? Is it present pres- day? Present day. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I wasn't sure if they were doing a you know few years back or anything like that. It's a, so it's present day. Yeah. Yeah. Present day in a small town in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, Which, where was mm-hmm. it actually filmed? In Georgia. Uh, it, lucky for me, <laughs> <laughs> I was cast out of Atlanta and we filmed in Atlanta and um, I mean I couldn't have asked for anything more perfect Uh, I got to go home every night um, and still be around my family while shooting oh that's nice yeah Yeah. so it was it was very very perfect in the film itself were there any I don't want to say stunts but uh, anything that you had to do that was a little uh, you know I mean you weren't jumping out of airplanes or anything like that but, <laughs> but anything that was uh, difficult um I think the most challenging part for me was the dancing because I'm not a professional dancer mm-hmm. um I just I have rhythm by default mm-hmm. <laughs> and um so learning the choreography for me um I definitely had to work harder at that, um, and I was surrounded by professional dancers who were amazing and graceful and did all these amazing things with their bodies, and I was like, wow, I don't want to be the one to drop the ball, so I worked really hard at that, even though I only had one dance, which was a line dance, um, but I worked really hard in that, and that was the, the one thing that was the most challenging for me. Did you enjoy it, though? I did. It was so much fun. So much fun. So how many takes did it take to do that dance routine? You know, I um, I didn't mess up, yay. Um, <laughs> so it was, we did, hmm, quite a few. It was an entire day blocked out for, for the dance because they wanted to get various angles. Right, yeah, um, I'm sure that would, you know. Yeah, so we were dancing a lot. So it was a good workout. Then. <laughs> it was. It was a great workout. <laughs> uh, so you say everybody in the cast was was close. You had a had a good time. Yeah, yeah, we had a great time, and we still are. We still are. We are pretty much all in LA now, and we still get together for barbecues and just get togethers all the time. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, how is it being? I mean, you've done some roles. You've had roles, and and yes. you know, you were on Drop Dead Divas and uh, mm-hmm. the Army Wives, and yes. and, and you were in um, I'm trying to think the, the the road trip beer pong. Yeah. Yeah. So so I mean, you've been around, but I mean, really, this is shooting you into the limelight more than anything. Yeah. Uh, how is that when you, you know all of a sudden getting you know, <laughs> everybody knows you now? <laughs> it's I'm not going to lie. It's a little weird. Um, (laughs) 
I'm just, you know, I, uh, it, it's odd. I don't think that I thought of this part, you know, I just, I, I wanted to be an actor and that's all I want to do. I'm happy just acting. I don't care whether it's on a film or community theater. I really love doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, to think of this aspect or the, the same celebrity aspect of it, it's something so foreign to me that I forget. And, you know, then there's those moments that people come up to me and, and I just, I really forget because to me, I'm normal like everyone else. I go to the mall, I go to the grocery store. And when someone, you know, mentions that, it, it surprises me. Yeah. Um, so. Well, I'm sure you're going to have to get used to it because I'm sure this is just <laughs> the beginning of, of a lot of big, big movies that you're going to be doing. <laughs> Thank you. Now, have you seen the final cut of the film yet? I have, you know, I have seen it four times. Wow. <laughs> I know. I, I thought that I would be one of those actors. It's like, oh, you know, like Johnny Depp, I don't watch myself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then here I am watching it four times. It's just a great movie. It's just so much fun, and it makes you want to get out of your seat and dance, and you you feel for the characters, and, um, you know, you, you go through the emotions and the character arc with the characters, and it's just, it's, really fun and um thankfully for me i don't get in my head and try to critique myself because the story always takes me um so i think i really think people are gonna love it oh yeah i'm sure now working with uh, i don't know if you had scenes with dennis quaid or not did you i did you yes. did how was it working <laughs> i mean you know he's He's a pretty big actor. <laughs> he is, and he's such a cool guy. Really? Um, yeah. I. We had it was a small scene that we had together, um, and afterwards he came up to me. He goes, "You did a really good job," and I was like, "Yeah, you too." And then I was like, "Oh my god, really? You just said you too to Dennis Quaid? Like he doesn't know, you know?" <laughs> it was one of those moments. But he's just a really cool, laid-back guy, and I, that was really neat to see, you know? Yeah. Now, when you started, uh, what made you decide to start acting? Was it when you were a little girl? Were you were you a dancer? No, you, you said, well, did you take dance I, lessons and things like that? Or? I didn't. I don't know what it was. I've wanted to act my entire life, and I'm not quite sure what it was that triggered it because it was... I mean, I was so young when I decided that that's what I wanted to do. And I'm sure that it com- I come from a very silly family. And so um, I'm sure that that's probably where it stems from, is just us being silly and playing around at home. Um, and it was like we would do little performances. Um, and at the time, you know, the South was very, very different. Um, there weren't acting classes. Um, even, you know, my parents probably wouldn't have known what to do with me regardless, you know, but, uh, there weren't any acting classes and I didn't have an outlet, um, for the art. Um, it was kind of just a sport. You played football or you were a cheerleader and I was neither. <laughs> and, um, what did you do? <laughs> well, you know, we played outside and right, yeah. um, <laughs> you play in the woods, you play. And I started writing plays and I was, I would round up the kids in the neighborhood and we'd put up a little play in my neighbor's garage. And, um, you know, so it was 
like what happened to the donut kind of plays, you know, yeah. I was little. And that, that was kind of um, what I did until I got into high school when I joined the drama club. And then that's really when I got to explore with plays and, and that was my creative outlet mm-hmm. um, until I graduated and decided to pursue per, uh, professionally. Yeah. yeah. Did you, yeah. Do you do any stage work or? I have, yes. I love the stage. I was going um, to say, how, do you prefer one over the other? Or naturally, right now, you, you know, you want to work on anything, I'm sure. But <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I love both mediums. There is a feeling that you get from the stage, though, that you can't get from anything else. Um, uh, but I do, I love them both, Um it's the same kind of acting, just a different medium, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's the difference is the audience, and um, yeah, I, I I love them both, and I, I would do both right now. <laughs> when, when you're performing in front of a, a, an audience, mm-hmm. can they affect the way your performance is? You know, I mean, yeah. if they're if they're not getting into it, does that affect you? To a certain extent, sure. Um, but you don't know what they're going through, you know? So you can't judge your performance on how quiet or how loud they are because they may be going through um, a different experience. They may be learning something different that another audience member didn't. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. A different type of catharsis is coming from from them. So you, I don't think that you can gauge... Uh, what you're doing based on on their reaction. When you get more of a reaction, of course, it feeds you. Right. Yeah. But I don't. I think that. So you don't get you, bummed and say, "Oh, say to yourself, boy, what's going on? Are they alive? Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. man, I suck. No, <laughs> um, not me personally, because I'm so um, caught up in the character, mm-hmm. and I have I I think like the character, I move like the character, and so I'm not. You know, when the, when, when the audience laughs or, you know, when you hear, you know, a certain reaction, sure, you, you hear it and you feel it, um, but they're extremely quiet, you know, I don't, I don't let it affect me because I am the character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you say you get into the character. I, mm-hmm. I had a, a, somebody on a guest, as a guest one time, an actor, and they were telling me that they actually get so much into the part that his eye would start twitching because he was getting into character, and he, his eye doesn't twitch. But as this character, his eye did twitch. And oh, weird, yeah. Do you get into that much into it that you, you know, your personality and your your mannerisms change? Um. Well, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I don't know what other people think. <laughs> right. <laughs> I I don't think so because um, the way that I was taught was to turn the switch off. Um, you take that moment to come back as you, um, where I, and that's just the way that I was taught, um, not to continue living as the character because there is, there is a line and for your sanity, you want to be able to turn (laughs) the switch off. (laughs) So in the school that I studied at that, that was a part of our technique was Mm -hmm. turning off the switch. Yeah. Growing up, who were your, your idols? You know, um, 
Growing up, I, as far as film, I loved um, Julie Roberts. I loved um, Dirty Dancing. Um, Gloria Stefan, you know, when I was little, there was not, there weren't that many Hispanics. Mm-hmm, um, yep. So she was the one female Latina that I looked up to until, you know, then this Latin explosion happened and then there were tons of, of Latinas. Um, but when I was little, there there weren't that many. So she was definitely one mm-hmm. that I looked up to. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think as far as actors there were so many amazing, I don't know, I can go on and on about a billion. <laughs> okay. I'm like Morgan Freeman. I could, <laughs> I could go on and on. Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is it, if you had the opportunity mm-hmm. to pick somebody that you could act with within mm. one of the movie, who would it be? Good gracious. I'm giving I you the tough questions, aren't I? <laughs> that, is, that is a tough question, especially since my favorite actors change weekly based on whatever movie I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get, in, get involved with it. And <laughs> I do, yeah. Um, I think this week it would definitely be uh, Benicio Del Toro. I've been kind of like on a Benicio Del Toro kick mm-hmm. lately. Yeah. Um, so I've seen a couple of his movies that I'm like, God, he's amazing. Yeah. So this week, it'll be him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next week, that could change. All right. Well, I want to finish up with two more questions. Sure. And it takes us away from everything that we've been talking about, your movie and everything. Personally, what are your favorite TV shows of all time? Favorite TV shows of all time? What do you time? enjoy watching? I love watching I Love Lucy. Oh, okay. Um, I... Love Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess hmm. mostly comedies. Um, Fringe is a fun show to watch. Yeah. Um, I know there are other shows that I love. I don't get to watch TV very often. You're too busy, I, right? <laughs> I... <laughs> And Friends. I love Friends. I can catch any Friends episode, and it will make me laugh. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, what what yes. about movies? What's your favorite movies of all time? I love Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, Dirty Dancing will always take me back to watching that with my mom. Now, you've mentioned Dirty Dancing twice here. And, and yeah. aren't they, aren't they going to be making a remake of that, too? They are. Yes, they are. You gonna try for that one? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you'd make a good baby. (laughs) I'd be the remake queen. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're remaking quite a few movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm intrigued and uh, interested to to see how how they come out. Well, Um, 
mm-hmm. one thing I was when I was looking at your your publicity pictures, um, and of course you're playing the role of Rusty Rodriguez, like I said, in Footloose yes. on, which was Sarah Jessica Parker. And uh-huh. when I saw one of your pictures, I thought it looks like Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> you could really? be the next Sex in the City girl. <laughs> would rock. <laughs> that would be awesome. It was just, it just the. Way, I think it was the way you were posing in the picture and everything. It, it just, it hit me right off, and I said, "That's that's weird because you know you're that's the role you're playing was." Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. So, um, it's it's amazing to follow in her footsteps, and it's such an honor. I just can't believe that it happened yeah. <laughs> to me. You know, um, I've definitely worked hard at it um and not for nothing but in the south it, it was a little more difficult for me um to be an actor because i was kind of that it, uh, i wasn't black or white i was kind of that gray mm-hmm. um and you know the hispanic thing didn't kind of it catch on in the south for a while mm-hmm. and um so it was it was it uh, was always a challenge for me um and at why I worked on my acting so hard because that's the one thing I could control. And so when you know, I started getting things here and there, and it was great, I was gaining momentum, but it wasn't until Craig hired me as as Rusty that I was like, wow, someone really gave me a chance, and that was just so amazing. Yeah. Are there any roles uh, that you can talk about? I know I know sometimes that uh, you can't talk about any you know things you're working on or anything, but uh, is there anything that you could tell us about that, that you're working on next? Well, actually, we're focused on promoting Footloose right now, mm-hmm. and I have a couple of things that I'm considering. Um, I really would like to do an independent film yeah. um, and kind of uh, dive into some of the grit of, of an independent film. Yeah. Um, becoming a character so we'll see i have a couple of things that i'm i'm considering but right now the sky's the limit and i don't really know what's going to happen yeah well i'm sure with the with this coming out that it's nothing but good things coming your way i'm sure thank you so much but i do wish you the best of luck and uh i'm sure this is going to be a a big hit and you're going to be in you know so many other films and I, i hope we can have you back again sometime anytime thank you so much Zaya Cologne, what a great guest. You can check her out on Footloose. That comes into theaters on October 14th, remake of 1984's Footloose, which was a huge hit. And once again, it's going to be coming away. A lot of dancing and a lot of music. It's all going to be right there on Footloose, coming in theaters on October 14th. Check her out. Zaya Cologne. And let's see here. We're going to wrap things up real quick here. But before we go, I want to remind you that if you have a suggestion of somebody you would like us to interview, Send it to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I'll see what I can do about getting that person on here. You never know. We will try anyone. And uh, we are working on a few that uh, uh, we're always working on some. I shouldn't say that. But we're working on some that uh, some people have given us suggestions for. And I'm currently in talks with them to see if we can swing a date when we can do it. Uh, so we'll have those coming up in a little bit. Uh, next week, we got an, another great guest coming your way. You've got to hear this one. If all works out, uh, we'll have them on. And uh, But uh, I can't say right now because I don't want to disappoint you if it doesn't, but it's going to be a good one. They always are good. They're good guests. Anyways, that's about it. That's a wrap for this week's show. Next week, I hope you'll join us when we once again take you on screen and beyond. I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Thank you.
Thank you.